Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Navigating Life Abroad podcast. I am your host, Ashley Liliana. As we know, life does not stop when you move or live abroad. This podcast is a space where we can come together to share our advice, experiences, and stories as we navigate life abroad. Today's episode is with Maritza, the travel blogger behind Travel Notes and Things. This episode is one of my personal favorites because we discuss a topic I truly love, transformative travel. In this episode, Maritza explains what exactly is transformative travel and how we can implement it before, during, and after our trips. As she so beautifully says, it's about unpacking the mind first. Maritza, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you on Cass, and also for this particular episode. Just to give a little bit of context, but also how I kind of found your account. I don't really know if I've ever shared this with you. During the pandemic, I was like searching for Latin, Latina, Latinx creators, content creators, specifically in the travel space. And I remember I came across your profile. And what intrigued me was that you were talking about how travel changes us and like transformative travel. And that was something that I have never really heard at all in the travel space. And I remember I kind of just like kind of kept them in the back of my mind. And then I went back to Chile. And before coming here, I was kind of at a place in my life where I had accumulated all these experiences. And I was like, I need guidance. But I remembered your profile and your blog post that I had read about transformative travel. And I remember I used it to help me kind of and still helps me to this day in just navigating what transformative travel is, but also processing all of my different experiences that I've had. I also just wanted to kind of have the space to introduce yourself and, you know, what your blog is about. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Ashley, for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here as well. Um, I'm also a fan of everything that you post on your social media, so I'm very excited to be here. Um, But yeah, a, a little bit about me. So I am a travel blogger for my website, Travel Notes and Things. And essentially, it's a blog that I started, I want to say like six, seven years ago now. And it's a website that I started for various reasons. One of them was because I wanted to just sort of finally get out of my shell and just do something that, in my opinion, was like crazy, quote unquote, just something that I normally wouldn't do, which is like be online. And I really wanted to do that and then take that step. And I also wanted to share my experiences with travel because I had at that point, I had studied abroad in Greece for three months. I had just come back from living in Spain as an English teacher for a year. So I thought I had some insight to share with other uh, Latinas who also were thinking about doing something like that and who could relate to those experiences. So for those two reasons, I really wanted to start this, um, this platform. And along the way in sort of between studying abroad and teaching English abroad, I was navigating my own sort of transformations, I guess you could call um, through travel. And at the time, I really couldn't pinpoint what was really like, I really couldn't figure myself out because I knew that I was experiencing, you know, reverse culture shock, you know, coming back home after traveling and really not knowing how to find your, your place back home. But also, I knew that there was also this transformation that had started while I was traveling, that now that I was back home, I felt that I still needed to continue in some way because it had some sort of wisdom for me to sort of unpack. And I wasn't done doing that even if I was already home. So I remember looking up this I really didn't even know transformative travel existed, to be honest, myself, but I just sort of typed into Google, like, what does it mean when I feel this way? And, you know, just like 
random things, hoping Google would come through and really just like tell me something. And that's how I actually got to this topic of transformative travel, which we'll be talking a little bit more about today. And I got to learn more about it. And I felt so like it resonated a lot. And so I thought, okay, I don't see a lot of people talking about this, but I know that we all feel this on some level. So I'm just going to put in my two cents. And um, if it helps someone, you know, with my insight out in the internet, then, you know, I did something great. So, so yeah, that's a little bit about me and, and my travel blog. Well, thank you. And it did help because it helped me because I as well had no idea. Everybody feels it and goes through it, but you don't really have, we like, I think as a society to have a name for something. And so when I was yeah. like, oh, this, I was like, well, this makes sense. And that whole idea of unpacking, I think it's a perfect word to describe it because it was all of these things experienced. And then I was unpacking myself in many ways. Um, and that's kind mm -hmm. of a scary process sometimes to do that, especially yeah. when you keep going and keep going and don't really stop. You have a lot to unpack. Uh, but before we get to like yes. that, and I'm just curious for your own personal experience. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. I just kind of want to start with the big question of what is transformative travel? So transformative travel, it really is a topic that because it is, you know, kind of new for a lot of us, you know, like you and I, we didn't really even know that the topic existed, but we knew the feeling. And that is the thing, like this comes in different types of, uh, it comes under different, um, I guess, terms, if you want to call it, I've seen it come up as uh, transformational travel, as deep travel, as experimental travel, um, all these different sort of words for it. But essentially, it's really just talking about this change that we all experience in ourselves. And it can manifest in many different in many different ways. It can be just our increased appreciation for the world that we didn't have before traveling. It could be an elevated sense of self. Maybe we had a certain idea of who we were because, you know, for so many years, maybe the first 20, 25 years of our lives, we were in one place. So we sort of had this idea of who we were and what we were supposed to do. But then you travel and then you're exposed to so many different things and you're like, oh, okay, there's a world outside of, you know, my country. And it's actually pretty freaking cool. And I think I really like it. You know, you start to sort of um, have more experiences in your life to compare what you thought, you know, what was meant for you based on societal expectations or your own expectations. Right. And so it's really just talking about all of those changes that we have when we travel. And like I said, it can be different for different changes for, for different types of people. Right. Because we're all different and we all come from different places and backgrounds and we have different childhoods and just so many differences essentially it's it's talking about all of that i like hit home i was like oh that's exactly what that felt like when i was going through that part of your bias you help latinas but you also stay talking about like how travel transforms us and why it matters and i want to turn that into yes. a question why does it matter to think about transformative travel talk about it why is it important yes i I think it's so important because in, in my own experiences, I, anytime I've traveled and I've literally been in a different part of the world and I come back home, I realize that, you know, when you do that, you have things to compare, you know, your home life to, and it just opens up this whole, almost, it depends on how you want to see it, this rabbit hole of just, you know, different possibilities, right and it could be really exciting and it can be really scary at the same time but it's something it's an opportunity if you want it to be you know and so it matters for that and i always say you know if you are able to to travel at any point in your life no matter what age you do it it's always going to change something within you even if you've had 
you know, your whole life in the same part of the world and you go to a different country, even, I mean, it could be on the other side of the world. It could be, you know, the country north of you or whatever. It could be close or far. There's always going to be something new to learn. And I think that it, every time you learn something new about the world, it just gives you so much wisdom and it gives you such a stronger sense of, of yourself. And, and I speak on that personally, just based on my own experience, because that's what happened. As I mentioned in the beginning, I always thought of myself as this very like shy, reserved person. And then I studied abroad and I was away from my family for the first time. I was away from my friends for the first time. And I was in an environment I didn't know the language. I couldn't even read the street signs or anything. So I really had to rely on asking questions, which I was so petrified of doing growing up and I had to do it right because I was already there. So it's these experiences that allow you to sort of peel back layers of yourself and to be able to see for your own eyes, like, wow, I actually can do this that I always thought I couldn't. And, you know, what are other things that I can do that, you know, how will I surprise myself, you know, on this trip? And, and I always say that it happens on every single trip. It doesn't matter how much you've traveled. I really do think that there's always something new to learn. If you're a seasoned traveler, if you are a complete newbie, there's always something. And I think that's so important because again, we just don't talk about it enough, you know, like online, we'll see the best 10 places to visit while you're in X country. And though all of that is great and super helpful, we don't talk enough about the transformative side of travel. And I feel like that is something that sticks with us forever. And so I think that we have to just talk more about it, which I think we are. So I'm very happy about that. There's so much to unpack there. I'm like, emotionally hit because I also grew up some very like reserved and very shy. I was the oldest. I was always very responsible. I think travel for me, hearing you talk and peeling back all these layers allowed me to be a little bit pushed me, I would say, to be a bit more confident and to sometimes ask those questions and really push me out of my comfort zone because I wasn't someone who would ask questions. I would just kind of accept and like Mm -hmm. figure it out myself. And there are times when you're traveling that you really can't figure things out for yourself. You have to be dependent on the locals and asking questions with the very little language that you know or, or whatnot. I also think it's interesting that you said that every trip there is something because sometimes we think of it like a very big trip will be transformational whether it's like your first solo trip or the first time you live abroad or study abroad we think those which they are are the ones that impact us but we don't really think about sometimes the smaller trips maybe the few days to this one city to visit a friend or something and so for those smaller trips what could we do? Because the big ones, we can see how they can change us. But how can those smaller ones maybe change us in ways that we don't realize? Yeah, I mean, as you said, the big ones, it's kind of, you know, your first big trip abroad. And it's that in and of itself is big. But when it comes to the smaller trips, I always think that understanding and putting yourself to, out there to understand just the local culture, mm-hmm. something as simple, because I like, I th- this is all simple. It really is. It could be something as simple as just walking down a street and just paying attention to the architecture. Is it all a certain color? Is it all uniform? It's about something I would I would love to do is just go to neighborhoods and just listen to any sort of conversations, even though I couldn't understand the language, but just listen to conversations, listen to the tone in which they spoke in, were they yelling? Was it quiet, uh, low voices? Or if they were cooking, what sort of scents were wafting in the air? That alone 
can create such an aha moment for you because it sort of allows your senses to really understand where you're at and not just think yeah i'm i'm in this little town or i'm in you know this place for a week and you know what could i learn in a week but it really it's about allowing your senses to really sort of like sink in to the moment and where you are and that in and of itself allows you to just think like allow your mind to think of wow so like you know this i smell a lot of i smell a lot of garlic in the air like i wonder what they're cooking or i wonder you know or you and then all of a sudden you pop into a little corner grocery store and then you go in and you're looking at the ingredients and it it, it all just sort of allows your mind to just go into the spiral of questions and that's the point of, of transformative travel to ask questions to to compare back to what you have at home not for better or for worse but to just think and and really just expand your mindset that way i love that i've never honestly thought about it that way whatsoever because i've always thinking about the big ones but now I'm yeah all my small ones and i'm like ooh, okay like i definitely had those moments and i was doing those things but without thinking about it as transformative or how mm -hmm. that impacted me so i feel like a lot of people might be doing it already without knowing or realizing or making exactly. that connection to like what they're doing for this is like a two-part question but for those mm -hmm. who moved abroad and lived abroad and even those mm -hmm. who do take like smaller trips and i know that in your blog post you talked about like pre and post in terms of transformative travel but if someone doesn't mm -hmm. have this idea of what it is or how to do it but they've had this really big experience like studying or living abroad and they return back to their home city or their home country and they're kind of like looking and left with this experience that they had and they feel like they're different, like mm -hmm. you said, it's that feeling, but they don't really know what that means. They didn't do any preparation beforehand, but what can they do after the fact to kind of start unpacking the experience that they just had? Yeah. So if you do, um, if you do the, the pre and the post, there are a few questions that you can ask yourself. And the beauty about the internet nowadays is that there's so many people out there that are sharing resources and, and free guides on, you know, ask yourself these questions to process your travels. I think I know you have a YouTube video, I believe, where you yeah. share uh, different ways that you can process travel. Um, and I think that's great. And we should all be taking advantage of those resources. I would say seek those out. Like you can literally just Google, you know, questions to ask myself before a trip. And you'd be amazed at the questions that can come up and that you can just jot on a random sheet of paper or in a notebook. But some of the questions that I like to ask myself and um and I've shared with my blog with my um with my readers is what are the intentions that you have for this trip? So you know you can make this as deep as you want or you can make it as you know light and um just lighthearted. So what kind of intention do you have for this trip? Do you want to learn something new? Do you want to step out of your comfort zone? Do you want to take yourself out on a date for the first time, you know, like going out to a restaurant and eating by yourself? Whatever that is, write it down. And this is just to document these things, you know, whether you end up doing it or not. What matters is that you're writing these things down because at the end, when you have a collection of all of these things, it's like a gold mine that you get to go back into whenever you feel stuck in life or stagnant in life and you need that little extra push to, to pull through. But asking yourself things like, what is your intention with this trip? Another one could be, is this a destination that you've never been to before or is it one that you've been to in other times or 
is it new? And so writing that down, and then that can also just help your mind to think, okay, well, if it's a new place I've never been to, you know, what are some things that I would like to experience specific to this city that I can't do anywhere else that will make this trip really unique then? What what are you most excited about? So those are some of the pre-questions that you can ask yourself. And like I said, they don't have to be super deep or they can if you want to, but um, the point is to write it down and then post. Uh, so after you've come back home, I always say something, um, I've written it on my blog. I like to unpack the mind before I, I unpack the suitcase, the suitcase. So asking yourself questions like, how did this, is this trip change you in any way? Did it change your self-awareness? Did you learn something about yourself? Did you overhear a conversation that got you thinking about something? Did you try a new dish, uh, a new ingredient that you thought you didn't like back home, but you went to try it in that country. Now you're all about it, which has happened to me quite a few times. Let's see, how, how will you take care of yourself now that you are back home? You know, how will you sort of um, take the time to Think about all of those experiences that you had, you know, and some ways that I like to do that with is listening to music, the music that you heard while you were traveling, right? There's studies on this that, you know, rhyme and um, melody, when you are listening to it and doing anything, you know, you listen to that song back again, and you're just going down memory lane. And you think back to those details of your trip that maybe you forgot about that may have slipped your mind. The same with photos, photos, looking at something visual in front of you and thinking about what was I doing in this photo? What, what were we just talking about before the photo or after the photo? Where was this taken? You know, and it just gets you thinking into that whole day, it literally places you back into that mindset of, where you were in that day and that can allow you to sort of think back into that time but also just keep exploring that that moment and exploring what that moment really showed you so those are some of the pre and post questions um i do talk about this on my blog um i just covered it really quickly here but um but yeah i hope that answers your question no it does it's perfect and you also have a a free resource as well right i will have that like in the link of the episode um in the description of the episode for people who are interested because those are great questions do you wait like a week after you arrive from a trip how long do you kind of need to process maybe in your mind and then write or is it pretty Mm -hmm. quickly that's a really good question i would say that it really depends on on the trip for example if i if I went for a week somewhere and then I come back, it really depends on what I have going on. Like if I have to go back to work immediately or school or whatever, then, you know, certain things, you know, start to creep up and I can't give myself that time to really think about. So usually my, my rule of thumb is that if you can give yourself a time when you can 100% focus on going back into your travels and jotting down all of those notes, do it when you can. I used to say, and it's on my blog, do it as soon as you can, you know, unpack the mind before you do the suitcase. And if you can, that's great. But I know that for some people, that's not realistic all the time. So try to set the time, whether it's that first night that you're back home, you're going to bed and you have time to write, or it could be that first morning that you're there at home, um, or it could be a week after. It really, there's no rule because again, it's very customized to you and, our own right. exper- and, and your own experiences. So if you, whenever you have the time, the sooner the better, I would say, to, to give yourself to focus on, on, on that time and, and really go back into your travels. 
And that's that's going to be the perfect time. And you mentioned music, and I'm just curious. Do you like travel with a travel like music playlist that you would like set certain musics maybe for the destination or just in general when you travel? You know, I I've never been asked that question, but I really like it. <laughs> um, I do have certain. I do. Okay, so this is what I do. I tend to whenever I go on a trip, I just listen to the song that I like at that moment on repeat. Okay. And sometimes I do I do it by accident where then I'll come back home and every time I hear that song, oh yeah, I was, you know, I mean, that reminds me of that trip. So I don't really do it on purpose. Okay. However, after the fact, and I guess this is part of my own personal, um, my post travel um, things that I do is that I will make a playlist of those songs and I'll just listen to them on repeat. And now I, I have a few playlists on my Spotify. I have Brazil, which I've never been to Brazil, but it's a place I want to go to. Ooh, so I'm currently manifesting that and trying to manifest yeah. the trip to Brazil. <laughs> but I have playlists on either places that I want to go or places that I've been to. And so that's sort of how I use music in, in that sense. But I don't, I don't create a playlist specifically for a trip before I leave. Okay. Although maybe I could start doing that, but we'll see. Cool. Is there anything that we have the pre and the post, but anything during the trip, especially maybe you didn't do this when you were uh, studying abroad or living abroad in Spain, but looking back on that, maybe, is there anything that you would have done during that time mm -hmm. to kind of help with maybe addressing the pre stuff that you would do now? And then the post stuff, especially for a trip that is a lot longer. Yeah, that's, a, that's another really good question. I think that what you can do during is to have try to find a balance between having a lot of experiences where you're out and about and exploring and doing the tours and stuff but also having downtime out in public so what i mean by that is go to a public square go to a little you know plaza go to a park and just people watch people watch, take a picnic with you if you want, and just sit there and just observe where you are, you know, just really take in how are people interacting with each other? And how is that different from how people interact back home? You know, how are parks used here versus where, where you're from? You know, are there parks where you're from? Or do you find that, you know, this place has more than or less? And just allow your mind to just kind of go off with different curiosities that you're just kind of being given at the moment. Like, wow, like, you know, look how hands-on dads are here in this country versus, you know, where I'm from or in my culture or whatever that is for you. And so that's one of the things that I, I recommend. I also recommend going into uh, grocery stores, which I, I, I touched on a little bit before, but truly, I, I mean, if you Google it, I think it's, it's, it, for a while it's become a thing I, I think it's called like grocery store tourism or something like that yeah. where like you I mean it, it pretty much that you go into grocery stores and you go in to see you know what kind of produce is sold what kind of products how many you know cereal options are there versus back home you know you can start to compare uh, on that do people go to grocery stores here or do they go to you know the little farmer's market down the block instead to get their fresh produce prices you know all of these things it's such a good and really interesting way to to really just travel deeper i think while you're in that destination and it just allows you to to see what day-to-day -day life is in a different part of the world, which I feel like that's something that we're always trying to search for, but sometimes we don't know how to get to. So that, I, I would say that those are two 
really cool things that you could do. I didn't even know there was a thing called grocery tourism. That's so interesting. I mean, I love going to grocery stores because I'm one of those people where I'm like, oh my, a Walmart is so overwhelming yes. to me when I go back home. But like the grocery stores here, it gives you like two cereal options and back home you have mm -hmm. like 20. So like, that's just so interesting. I never knew there was like an actual name for that. But yeah, I think that's actually a great way. I wanted to know mm -hmm. kind of go into a little bit of your own personal experience. I know you touched a bit, uh, upon it a little bit at the beginning, but in terms of Greece and Spain, mm -hmm. how did you change after each one? How did you transform, I suppose? Wow. I would say after Greece, I, you know, okay. So like I said earlier, Greece was the first time I was, I had ever gone to Europe. I've, I've always wanted to go to Europe and I finally was able to when I studied abroad. So that was huge. First time without my family, because like you, I am the daughter of immigrants. I'm the eldest in my family. And so very much, you know, I did things by the book and kind of that was that. And so I was in Greece and it's surrounded by so much newness that I was just kind of, I felt like I was almost like shaken in the best possible way out of this autopilot way that I was starting to live my life back home, you know, and, and my family, I love them to death and they've always meant well, but I didn't realize just what other possibilities I had outside of my home. Mm -hmm. And that was huge for me. I remember specifically once, and, and I shared this story a few other times, but basically I remember if we were, we were studying abroad in Greece, we had an off day and I wanted to go down to the market to buy a snack and nobody wanted to go or nobody could go. So I went by myself and I was like, okay, I'm going to go by myself. I think I can do this. So I go downstairs and I take a, you know, like a shortcut. Cause I'm like, Oh, I know my way around Athens. Now I take a shortcut and I remember going through the prettiest street and looking at the architecture around me, the homes and the, even the graffiti looked beautiful to me. Like I was just like, wow. Oh my God, this is beautiful. And something like a, a question came up for me in that moment that I didn't realize, I guess I was hoping to someday reach and get an answer for, but the question was, cause I was confused in terms of like, well, what do I want to be when I grow up? You know, what is life after college for me? What am I going to do career-wise? And a question came up for me and it's basically said, why, why is it that whenever we're asked in grade school, what do you want to be when you're, when you grow up, why are we always asked that question? And why isn't it transformed into a different way? Like what kind of lifestyle do you want to have when you grow up? How do you want to feel when you go to work? What do you want your day-to-day -day look like? Even a little bit, you know, you don't have to have all the answers, but what kind of life do you want to have? And in that moment, I was like, I can answer that right now. I want to have this. <laughs> I want to have travel. I want to be living in a foreign country. I want to be, you know, interacting with people that come from different backgrounds. I want to learn a, a different language. I want this. And it was so different from what I was told back home, you know, go to college and, and do this and do that. And so that was huge for me. And so then the three months were up, I went back home. And I was just sort of struggling with this feeling like I don't fit back in, into my, you know, my, my, my surroundings, but also into this previous version of myself. And then I, I said, okay, I'm going to study and I'm, I'm going to, no, I'm going to move abroad. I, I don't know how I'm going to do, but I'm going to move abroad after college. And then the opportunity to study or to teach English abroad came about. And I did that. And I did that for a year. And that experience was 
incredible because it allowed me to sort of just live life as as close as a local as I could in a different part of the world, which was so unique to me. And the biggest takeaway from that experience was I want to keep doing that. <laughs> like what I felt in Greece about wanting to live abroad, I still want to do it after living a year in Spain. I want to do it. And I want to put myself out there more because I see that great things can happen from that. And that it's okay if I mess up, but, you know, at least I'm trying. And that was so different for me. I had never really sort of pushed myself in that direction ever, because again, I always did things sort of like by the book. And so to be able to be in a position like that, to think that expansively was so new to me. And so honestly, because of those trips, I now do what I do, which if you would have told me 10 years ago, like, oh, you're going to be, you know, writing about travel as your job, I would have been like, okay, how? what like how do you is that can you get a degree in that like for me yeah. it's always like you have to get a degree in something to do that thing and it's just it's it's crazy to me how one thing leads to another and yeah it's it, it, those i would say those are like the biggest transformations that happen to me after each trip and that's beautiful and also super inspiring I have a very similar i think experience to both and i think that's Perfect, honestly, because that's super inspirational. And I think a lot of people probably are always afraid of taking that leap and like wanting to go and not sure what the experience is going to be like because it's so much unknown. But I think yeah. your words are beautiful and comforting for anyone who's yeah. on the fence. And it's like, you know what? They'll have their own transformative experience, whether it's a small trip or moving abroad mm -hmm. or living abroad. At the end yeah. of the day, you do change no matter what. Thank, thank you. you so much. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you so much. And I hope that somebody got something out of this <laughs> they did and if not i did 100 percent. okay <laughs> i hope you enjoyed today's episode thank you so much for listening and i will see you in the next one ciao